Anything combat with Johnny K. It's anything combat though. Welcome back, combatants to the Anything Combat Show, where we discuss everything mixed martial arts. I'm your host, Johnny K. Today, we're joined by a guest who's already been on the podcast. So this is round number two with an MMA coach. He's ordered one championship. Please welcome for the second time, Shannon Wirachai. How are you today, Shannon? Feels so good. <laughs> Great to see you, brother. So your your last fight... There was controversy around it. Can you tell us about it? Okay, so my last one actually is still controversy for sure because even now it's been two weeks, right? Two weeks and one day, actually, 15 days from the fight, the results did not come out. So, yeah, so so what happened in that fight is like, okay, like, let's talk about the fight first. Well, what happened was the guy was so tough. The, the guy was so tough. He was like 42 years old, but he's so tough. And... That's why the hard fight, the fight went to round two. Uh, that was the point that I decided to kind of push him to the to the to the fence, and then that was the first time in my career. Like after my like a 16, 17 fight, I decided to take somebody down from the with the with the cage wrestling technique, like first time ever. But and then the by the time I'm taking him down, I think the the way he defended my takedown was like he kind of did like a. Little bit kind of like half Nelson or something like, um, I didn't hook his hand underneath my armpit, and the way we land, it's like he kind of cranked my 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 shoulder up a bit and my head hitting the ground. So at that time, I didn't know. I feel like okay, I feel like it's part of me. It's a little bit overstretched, so it's feel kind of a little bit like um. At that point, I was like a little bit kind of stressed on the muscle, but I still I I was still like keep going like okay, I need to push him to the cage and maybe try to like uh copy him with the that darkest tiny handcuff or whatever. But at that moment when I tried to like uh, wrap my hand around his, his arm, I, I kind of feel like the straight is a little bit weird. So I, so I I make a quick decision of like, okay, maybe that's not a good idea to try to hold him with my right right arm. So I decided to like, okay, I want to get on top first. And by the rule set of the organization, we can throw knee to the ground opponent or we can throw the soccer kick. So I want to get on top first, throw the knee and let's see what's going on because I feel like I, I should not try to use my injured side yet. But at that moment, I feel I felt like it's, there's a weird feeling, like weird pressure happening by this part of my, my, my neck, like this part like in the middle. So at that, it's like wound, food, something like that. So it's made me feel, at that point, I didn't know. I was like, oh, was my my neck is breaking or something like that, right? It's, it's so scary because... Like at that point, I didn't know like it's on my head or my neck or, or or which part because the head was landed on the ground and then it's a little bit like a weird feeling here. So I decided to like okay, this not cool. Let's t- let's just tap the ground and like tap the ground first because I don't want the guy to hit me from there. That's hurt for <laughs> sure, right? So tap the ground, roll out, and like hey, this 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 not this not right. So at that point, I thought I lost, right? So okay, it's like bad accident or whatever, just injury. So we spent like. 45 minutes or something in the ambulance, like just to, to observe in the ambulance. So everybody was there, my, my wife, my whole team. So after that, like I feel, okay, there's no, no numbness on my hand, no numb anywhere. It's a little numb on my hand. So even t- until now, when I touch my head like this, it's like a little bit of numb, like weird feeling, but, but much better now. So at that time, I'm, I'm talking to my my friend who's who's an orthopedics doctor. He watching the fight too. He's like real fight fan doctor who 
who's going to break bones, you know. <laughs> That's why he became an orthopedic doctor for a reason. And yeah, so so he, he he's told me that looks like what I got was the skin nerve problem. It's like from the overstretch. Now my 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 skin nerve system like damage. So I feel numb, but my arm, my limb, they're all okay. So that's fine. It might take like a, a month or yeah, maybe a month until it's get back to normal. What about now? How are you feeling now? Like good, just only numb. Like I, like I told you, but the touch like this now it's much better. It's like a little bit numb here, but not too bad. Man, like two days out of the fire, I'm back to here to Thailand. I'm I'm sit on on my on my chair when I when when. You know that sometimes you're like on your phone to do something and you see something on the side of your eye, right? Like, oh, what is on this side? And I can't really turn my head yet. So I was like, oh. And what I feel is like, I found somebody there and then there's a feeling of somebody poke your neck here. That's like go a story, like scary at, at that point. But after three, four days, that's why now like I can turn my neck. I can get back to training now. Yeah, but the the funny funny part is when, when we, we going back to the to the hotel, I start to like go on my Facebook, like people texting me, right? And like everybody in on the Thailand social media, they're talking about the fire, like, oh, that was two illegal blows. So I was like, oh, okay. But we couldn't find the footage of the fire. Like uh, I can't go back to see the whole event. And then so they like capture the, they make the TIF fire of the of, of that part where they took, took the guy down and then the guy that like, kind of coming up and then hit me like a two shot. And it looks like, the first one is a little bit of like tricky. It's like by here, but the second one is clearly here. Like I even took a photo, like pointing here. Okay, that's where I feel pain, like right under the fire. So this this part is clearly like the back of the head. So, so then I realized that the 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 feeling that made me feel like oh was was my neck is uh, was my neck like broken or something? That was those two shots, like boom, boom. But at that point, I didn't know. I only care about pushing him down, trying to get on top, and not let him get up. Right. So oh, so that's. What made me feel like I had to give up, that made me feel like I had to tap out was those two shots. So at that point, I didn't say anything yet. And, and they, I showed my wife the, the video later and she's like, oh, that's clear. So we, but before we do anything, we sent too many, like, uh, many professionals to, to, to see, to see, uh, the, the footage also. So yeah, look, all, all of them, like, yeah, it's worth to, to fight, to fight for, to make it clear because this is like a little bit. Uh, it's dangerous, you know, to, for for any fighters. Like what? You know? What injured you more? Was it the fact that it hit the back of the head, or was it the fact that it hit the nerve? Mm, I feel like that the part the part of the back of the head that he hit kind of it's it's kind of effort. but 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 what the feeling that made me feel like oh that's not normal was the the feeling of like is my neck is okay that that more of like that. But then I, I also try, like I try like touch my face like this. I don't feel anything on the back uh, on the back part. But once I try, once I try touching this part, I can feel like the nerve here is like all effect. So, yeah. So so those two shots, those like at at that time I didn't care about like concuss or or how hard the shot was. Right? Like people people also talk about like oh the shot doesn't look like too hard. But oh wait, the, that guy on his right hand is like strong, bro. But yeah, like he knocked everybody down with the with the right hand. Like he punched like look like stupid. I would say look like stupid, but that's not stupid. That's that's he punched more like the way he's punched more like he stabbed somebody with with Becker, you know. And he's so strong. But yeah, I'm happy and he then went down with by his punch, but then when those two shots happen, he's like, Oh, safety first. It's too too 
too scary to keep going when you feel like something might it might be something wrong on the neck. And then yeah, we realize later that eh, it's not right. So let's let's make it make it clear. <laughs> Were you allowed to do soccer kicks in that fight? Actually, yes. So were, you, that, were you happy to do that? Have you done that before? Uh, actually, yep. <laughs> That's funny though. Like, uh, with my first fight in one championship, if you if you know that, I fought Mitch Houston, the the current uh, ring announcer and the commentator for one rep. So, I, oh, did you fight Mitch? I didn't know that he fought in one championship. Yep, that's my first fight in one. Actually, how many years ago was that, Shannon? Oh man, maybe like. Over 10, I think 11 years or 12. I'm not sure. Because, because you know what? Yeah, because you know what? I I just realized that uh, like a week or two weeks, like a week before my last fight was 10 years anniversary for me and Mitch the second time. The rematch. So I see. Yeah, the point is, wait, wait, did you, did you rematch him? Yeah. So, okay. So the, the funny story was, if you watch one since the beginning, their rule is quite, quite, quite good. That they, they try to make it safe for the fighter. They allow the soccer kick, but the referee need to allow you first. Like he's going to say open attack. So you can throw the soccer kick on the ground open end. But what happened with my first fight with Mitch was I punched him down the ground and then he's about to get up. And the ref was like about to, to see that he want to stop the fight or not. And then I have no time to think, right? So you're going to throw the kick first and the kick kind of land on his chest. Maybe, and I'm sure about the face, but maybe around here when he's about to get up. So that's what, so that's how the ref stopped the fight. And then I I was uh, declared to, to win the fight at that time. And then they kind of announced that was the early stoppage. And then to, like on the Monday, like we fought maybe Friday or Saturday. And then on Monday, they, they just announced the fight was no contest because of that was the illegal soccer kick. Because this one happened before the ref say open attack, but they say from now on they allow the soccer kick without open attack. You can throw soccer kick anytime you want. So yeah, that's what happened. So I see. Yeah. Do you do you want it back? I don't. Do you want the soccer kick like in all of your fights? Do you enjoy using it? Mm, I can't tell though because. Because okay, because what happened with every match with Mitch that time I was prepared with the soccer kick. I was like when I did work on in my gym, you know, like I think about soccer kick all the time. And then I punch him down again on the second fight and soccer kick him twice. But it's only it's only good and easy when you're the one who throw the kick, you know, but but I think one stop 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 uh they they're not allowed the soccer kick anymore because many times it's not just like you get on top and you throw the soccer kick. It happened when like you get knocked out and then the kick just happened. You'd, or sometimes you it's like an unnecessary soccer kick. That's more dangerous, you know. There's some there's some fighter that get knocked out by the punch already, but then the free soccer kick is like unnecessary, but it's like dealing so much damage. So I can't I can't tell I like it or not, actually, but as long as I'm the one who throw the kick, it's better than the one who take it, right? Are you going to appeal the fight where the guy hit you in the back of the head? Oh yeah, we did already. We did already, and actually the the order of the conversation he said because uh, my coach is the one who my coach Joshima is the one who sent the the appeal, and then 
yeah, he said that he's been overturned it, but until now, like the on topology, the result still still not announced. It's still like confirmed upcoming fight. So let's see when when the date will be announced. When I looked at your sure dog, I saw that you fought one of my favorites. He's a living legend, Shinya Aoki. So oh, yeah. So what was that experience like for you? And uh, has he influenced your style at all? Actually, yes. Actually, yes. Like, it's like a huge, huge experience for my my fight career. You know, like I'm still like always looking at him all the time. You can see this is Chibia. Okay, I love to tag him here all the time. Like, um, like actually, I took this fight when it was I like, went out eating with with uh one CEO Chatri Sejo Tong. We went out eat together, and he asked me like, okay, you wanna fight Chibia? Okay, I like. Yes, for sure, <laughs> for sure, right? But at at one point, like I, I'm, I'm, I'm sure you might heard about this. Like some people, they always like, oh, you gonna, you have a chance to fight like a big name guy, you just take it, win or lose. It's like it's always like good, good to you. You don't care about win or lose. Just, just, just make the world know that you fight that guy. At that point, I, I was like that. I was like, oh yeah, for sure. I'm, I'm, I don't care. I want to fight this guy. I watched him since I was fifteen, and now I can fight him. Just like uh, turn your idol into your rival. Right? And yeah, actually, uh, Chadri, he, he, he warned me one thing that Chiyogi is different from other black belt. He might not, he might not be the best black belt in the world, but he is really different. But at that time, I have no idea. I have no idea at all. I was prepared for this fight for like two months. And like once a month passed, you know, I just start to feel like I don't know what to do now. I feel like I've been prepared enough. I don't I have no idea what is different me. So I just I just want to to fight already to see how it goes. But I keep training for two months, feel a little bit of like a battle, like a little bit like oh I don't know what to do in my head. And then when it's come to the fight actually what I learned is Shinyogi is like he might not be the super technical guy. Like I, I was thinking about like, oh, he gonna be so flashy like blah blah blah. Nope. He just cut a little bit stuff more. Like first thing I saw, uh, first action he did that I saw was he turned away from me like this, like like almost like closing his eye, and then just run push pushed me on the fence. I was like, oh, I be prepared for this. I can defend on the fence easy. And then I found that my hand stuck by his head. This hand was was like a uh, stuck here. I feel like he's like rude to the fence already. He's like you know become like a rubber or something. Like wow. He's strong. Some they say he's strong like a bull, and he is. And then I found that everything about him is just different. He's so strong. His limbs are so long. The way he um, distributes his weight, just different. And then, yeah, I got one big elbow that I tried to defend. Like when I, when I got on my back, he told one big elbow. I tried to defend by catching it with my forehead, and that's why it turned into a big cut here. And by that time, when I, I was about to push him out of my mouth or something, and uh, the referee came here to stop. At that moment, it was a little bit of like, wasn't really stoppage. Actually, almost like Jiri and Alex this morning. It's like by the moment that Jiri was about to get out, consciously or not, the ref came in to stop. It's like not a bad stoppage, but a little bit of like, you know, that kind of feeling. And I'm, I'm, it's not just me who think that because, you know what, I went to like uh, have, have uh, the stitching on my head, went back to the locker room. The first person who came to talk to me Crazily was Hinso Gracie. 
And so crazy, what that? He's like, I always had your mini tab that forever, which early, I just really stop it, blah, blah, blah. No, that's bad. I'm like, okay, calm down. So I calm down. That, I, I think it's a little bit early, but that's not too bad. So, so that's funny, actually. And yeah, but that's, that, that taught me a lot about, you know, like how, how, how good, how, 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 how skillful, how good people can be now. I really fought like a real, big names, the, the real, like a high level guy. So I know that, okay, this world is so big. It's not just like, you know, what I thought. And the, the biggest, uh, lesson I learned is that's not true about, oh, just, just take the fight and keep it in your resume that you fight, you fought that guy. Nope. You, it's took you like, like for me, it took me, like I was 30 years old at, at that time. It took me 15 years to, for this op opportunity to happen. And then I just wasted. That's quite. That's quite a, like, you know, waste of your uh, biggest opportunity in your life. Yeah, I was fine that time. Like, I, sh I should have done better. I would say that that fight with Yuri and Alex that just took place, as Yuri was getting up, I think that he was more hurt in the Glover to share a fight where he was on the floor getting 10 aided or whatever, right? And getting absolutely destroyed. That I think that he wasn't taking as much damage against Alex. And I do think it was a little bit of an early stoppage, but don't you think that Barrera would have hit him similar to how he uh, got the early stoppage over Adesanya in the, in the third fight? Don't you think that, don't you think that he would have had another strike open, maybe an elbow or some sort of um, like hammer fist that would have really, really badly uh, injured Yuri and really put him out cold. So don't you think they're kind of averting that damage for him? I would say like if you're looking at the fire, like when when Yuri is falling back and Alex get on top, right? If you really focus on that part, like I'm, I'm sure that Marco, the, the referee, he, he, he looking at that part and he's kind of sure that Yuri is kind of passed out, uh, out already. So he would have stopped the fight before any other unnecessary damage. But one thing I saw that I might be wrong, but what I really saw is when Jiri went on his back, his his hand kind of get into the position of making a frame to what to work whatever from from the mouth. But we can't we can't tell much because right is before the mouth was settled, the referee just went into to stop the fight. But I would say I would love to see like to see that fight go on like a. For a couple more seconds, that's going to be a huge change. Like we, we can't tell that we can't tell that Alex will settle that mouth. Jimmy will frame that mouth out and get get the reversal or whatever. So that's and 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 Jimmy was like ready to get get back on his knee right away when once when Alex went out, out got got break out from the mouth. So I would say it was like a couple seconds too early, but but in. From the referee eyes, yep, if you focus on that falling back, he just wants to save the fighter. But yeah, have to say a little bit too early. It's better to make it clear than, you know. We were talking about Shinya Aoki. He just had that grappling match with um, Muzumechi. I was really impressed with Mikey's performance. He finished him very quickly. What do you think is next for Mikey Muzumechi? And what did you think about that performance against Shinya, does that just prove that he's probably the best grappler in his division? Mm, yeah, I think 
actually is interesting because if you see it on Thailand social media, like you know that Mikey Rev should stay in Thailand a lot and many Thai people like him so much. And in Thailand they already believe that Mikey doesn't care about size. He can beat everybody, like, you know. But but I would say right now Mikey proved to be the best in the world for the light lighter weight to the middle. Like he can fight up to like Chia Ogi's weight, but he still live. I heard about Mikey versus like from some Rotolos, my one of Rotolos brother or something like that. But I, I'm not sure it's going to happen soon or, or not going to happen. But I think it's still like the it's still the lie that Mikey need to make sure that he can pass this lie to the to to that division too. But but from yeah, I think like from flyweight to lightweight in one championship, I think Mikey can can beat anybody in this this uh, room set. Like, like I would say Shin Yaoki, he might not be the best grappler, especially at that time because like all the new generation of grapplers, they, they learn from him, you know, like even Mikey, he using Aoki lock on Shin Yaoki. That's quite like, like, it's like a, quite like a display of, you know, the new way of learning from the past generation fighters, you know. How do you think you would do against Mikey? Um, hold my tap before snap, you know. <laughs> like we, I have, I haven't seen him yet. Like when they went to like Superbond camp, I, mean, I, I, I have no chance to see him. But I'm sure if I'm happy to be at the at the camp in the same time with him, they'll be all like, "Hey, I want to see you grapple with Mikey," and hope I'm not die, bro. <laughs> How's the training going with Superbond? Oh, I haven't go there yet. I, I actually I plan to go there tomorrow. So, yeah, actually to to give someone my my new my new limited edition gloves also, so he can use it for the training because he he was he's he he's scheduled to fight the one Chai for the Muay Thai title. It was changed. I was was moved to December twenty second. So yeah, we'll be there, help him a bit. I bet he might want to spare with me when. We both wearing small gloves because then we want to do it. <laughs> so he's gonna be like, "Shit, like I used you." Like, oh, okay. <laughs> Can you show me the new gloves that you made the limited oh. edition ones? Sure. Tell me about them. What have you done differently? So that is basically the color, but the first thing first thing I, I said before, we kind of fix the velcro to make it even stronger, and yeah. The, Are you happy with the product? Yeah, it's actually the same one. We just change the Velcro a bit to make it stronger. And then we just add something like limited edition by one thing. And the color is different. So many people kind of love like flashy color. So it's a new one, actually. <laughs> Shannon, you're a Nakmoy. Yep. <laughs> actually, not even But in Thailand, they just say that more easy. Can you tell me what crab means? <laughs> okay. Crab is actually um the word you put at the end of the of the sentence for for man. For men we say crab, for women we say ka to make to make your word or sentence be more polite. That it is, but but yeah, I also know it's like like maybe like back in the day when 
people not not get used to 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 see Taiko saying crap at the end of the English sentence. They they always like warn Thai people that hey, be careful you say crap. It sounds like crap. Sometimes they might think you talk shit about them. You know, that's gonna be careful. But now nowadays, like I think it's getting. Yeah, I think more people start to to see it. a little bit of like Thai thing, you know. They will learn to say cup at the end, but you can you you if you talk to more Thai people, some they do cup like K U B something or K U P, but the real one is to should be K R U P something like cup like this. It's actually if you say something like sir back in the day, it, all day, you know. What's next for your career now? Is there a particular opponent that you have in mind, or a particular organization that you want to go to? Okay, we all want to go to big organization, right? But uh, I, we still have no idea about what next because my my plan is my next fight will be early, hopefully it's going to be early next year because we will get. Uh, me and my wife, we we actually we married, but we will have wedding ceremony on the twenty third of December. So better not get punched in the face before the the wedding. And uh, I have friend who uh tell me about he tried to help me push it fight. That might not be MMA fight, but it can be like early next year. But nothing confirmed about this yet, so I better not talk about it. But if this happens, it might be cool to you know to to. To do something fun about this one also, and yeah, hopefully I can have another MMA fight by yeah first quarter of the next year. Friend of the show, Johan Ghazali, have you been watching his career? And if so, what do you think about his uh, most recent performance up against the Russian? I believe it was so cool, man. Like I watched him since his first fight won because I was commented at that time, right? So like, wow. He's like amazing and he's just 16. Uh, he's like a good example of like, let's say like for, for Thai people, like I told you before, like in Thailand, we always always train Muay Thai with like a very old school mindset. But Johan, he's trained Muay Thai with like uh, an authentic Muay Thai coach and also using all the sports science and everything, mix, mix them into his, his game and see at, at his age, 16 years old, he's doing so good and get Maybe like become the youngest fighter in one championship. I don't know, but that's so cool. Only one thing that I like about him is why they match him up with, like you you see his next fight. No, I haven't. I haven't seen his next fight. Who is it? Wow. So it's to be Edgar Tabares, the guy that fought Rotang in America. Is he the Mexican? Yep, that's that he is. That's a really that's a really difficult fight for such a young uh, individual and. If you really think about it, if Rod Tang's at the top of the sport, then by rushing Johan into the Edgar fight, don't you think that that will put him in a position where if he's up in the top of the division and there are such older people that have had way more experience, don't you think that would be unfair? Mm, it's hard to say, though, because because by the performance, I don't think Edgar doing so good. He lost by two knockouts. Right. But it is and, Rod Tang. Yeah, Rod Tang. And then also, I forgot the name of the other guy. He may be the third in the ranking. He lost to that guy too. Like first round. First round knockout, I think. Or first round, like a three knockdown. I'm not sure. But but yeah, he's not on like a... So it's like a, a veteran on the downfall with the rising star. 
fighting each other. You know, I I don't really like the matchup yet. It's like okay for Edgar, I feel like he might need a more competitive fight, the one that more like a tune up for him too after his bad performance for Johan. Maybe some 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 guy with good like a winning streak or good record that can be like a gatekeeper or can be a good test for him. But to match Johan with Edgar, like in Thailand, they already say, yeah, just prepare the bonus. He will get the, he will take the bonus for sure. What do you think about Johan's style? What does he do better than other people? Why is he having so much success? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the skill, the strength, the stamina is for sure. He's like, he's super fresh. He got the skill, he got all the stuff. But one thing that I feel like, okay, I feel from watching his his previous fights is the concentration for sure. The concentration he got is like another other another level. Like even like, you know, when he got hype up during the fight when he got like too like into it, he's still able to control his uh, emotion, his pace and keep his concentrate. Like we always think about like, you know, young young kids being too crazy, doing stupid stuff, you know, but but he's not. He's young, but he's so concentrated and yeah, like, like he's 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 not kind of guy who like you know having the killer instinct, the sport gene, or whatever it is. But that's that's beautiful to see how he deal with all the more experienced fighters in the fight. Like not just skill wise, but also game plan, concentration, and focus. I think that's the yeah biggest part. Circling back to your neck injury, the nerve. Do you think that was the worst injury of your career, or is there another injury that you would put above it? Oh, this this was scary at that time, but yeah, it's not the worst. It's like it's a little bit like a I, I could say it's more like an external injury. It's not really like too bad, but uh, like compared to all the injury I got, like I broke two hands during the fight. I broke my orbital during the fight. I got big cut, so I I think those are those are worse. Did you watch Senshai versus Buakau? Oh, yes. <laughs> okay, you tell me, friends, what do you think? <laughs> to be honest, I knew that Buakau was going to win that fight. It was a pretty simplistic fight to break down. Senshai is out of his prime. Um, I like the fact that it was more of like a left-way fight without, without the headbutts. It was more like a Muay Thai fight without gloves. I like the fact they did that under the bare knuckle banner. That was really cool. I would like to see more of that with other legends. I think the fight didn't make sense to begin with because of the age disparity between the two. I think Senshai should have fought somebody a little bit, um, you know, his age. Burakao is way bigger. He was way stronger. And his reaction time and everything about him, the fact that he was younger gave him such an advantage. He won every single round of that fight and he dominated that fight. I knew it was going to happen. When I saw it happen, I felt sorry for Senchai. To be honest, he should he shouldn't be I don't know what the Thailanders do, but they fight for so long they don't really know when to stop fighting. Don't wouldn't you agree? It is, yes. And and yes and Senchai is like yeah, like at one point he's kind of retired from fighting other Thai fighters, but he's still, you know, he wouldn't make money. But okay, okay. 
okay, maybe we got like five more minutes. So let's finish this, this, this Banshai Bokhau part. So that one thing, I, I, oh, why it turned out, I'm asking you, you think they're hold, holding back or they go all out in that part? Oh, most definitely. One interesting thing to ask me. Yeah, of course they held back. I believe that if Buakau really wanted to, I think that he would have maybe hit him with a head kick, shin on the head really badly and put him out cold. Because if you rewatch it, if he went every time Buakau was in the punching distance or the elbow distance, they were clinching a lot, kind of slowing down the pace. But when it was the kicking distance and the range battle... Buakau had the advantage over him by a by a long long shot, and he had the leg kicks, the body kicks, and the head kick was open. If you're a Muay Thai and kickboxing K1 champion, you're telling me you can't throw a head kick at somebody that's a little bit shorter, that's uh, a little bit slower? I don't think so. Yeah, I think so. And also Sancha, you see Sancha land, he kind of land like couple a uh, couple head kicks on Buakau, right? But it's kind of missed, but, you know, Sanchai rarely missed the shot, you know. Every single time you throw a head kick and it lands, you know it lands. Someone goes flying, right? And he landed yeah. those head kicks on Bilkow, but Bilkow didn't really, didn't really worry too much about him. That's right, yeah. Oh, it's like, it's a weird fight. I feel like, yes, they know that they have to go for real, but you can tell from their body language, right? They don't want to go at it. Do you think they agreed to go easy on each other? At first, maybe. Who knows? Or maybe they're like, yeah, let's just go. Let's go like hard, but not. It's like, it's a weird bit. Like, like thinking about you fighting your friend, fighting your best friend, but you had to fight him for real. You might go for real, but did you put your best in it, you know, like to kill the guy, to go for real, but to to put everything in it to, to beat the other guys. A little bit different, right? Like, if you watch all the Sanchai fight, he keep the range well. He know how to get in and get in and out, you know? But this one is more like he always getting in all the time. Like, throw the shot. He might throw it for real. But, he like Sanchai, missed, he missed too many shots. That, that's too weird. He's, he's the god, you know? And, and one thing, like from, I kind of personally know, uh, them is and, and what from what I see is feel like Sancha a little bit of like I don't want to do it but I have to but Bokal is the kind of like people around him would be like hey you got to do it you have to do it you Bokal you have to keep you have to keep your dignity and finish the fight that's why like like had a li- little bit of like a last two or last couple rounds you can tell that Bokal go a bit harder and more real than Sancha I think it's, that's how it goes but it's just my my guess you know <laughs> I don't I can't tell, but but what I'm sure is yes, they went for real, but they kind of hold back because the body language telling it all. It's like they don't really want to do it, but they have to do it because they're side already. Why do you think Senchai needed the money? Oh, fuck. <laughs> uh, it's rumor. It's rumor, but I should not say anything much, but okay, that's one thing I would say. All the good, you know the word Moishimu, right? Moishimu, all the, any kind of like a good, take, highly technical Muay Thai fighter from Thailand, they're all mad at gambling. No, no, seriously, they're all bad at gambling. 
but maybe then you can you can find something about psychology psychology from here. They love to do like an audit when everything when they audit against you, you know. But but when it's come to fighting, because they they may be like a risk taker or whatever. That's why they're so good at it at at, at that way. But do you think that's happened to Sentry? I don't know now. Uh, long ago, it might be. Long ago, it might be. That's one of his problem. That's why he fired. Him. <laughs> but but I don't know for this one. But but you know, but uh, but to be fair, like, you know, like when it's like a four, five, six months away from the fight, when you're like, oh, you wanna fight your friend for like such? I got like twelve million Thai baht. Look, I got twenty million Thai baht. Think about six months ago, they're like, hey, you, you want to do this fight for this this amount of money? They're like, oh, for sure, yeah, right. we can fight each other, for sure, I can show everyone on this face. But when it's come to the fight day, you can tell from their face, you know, things get harder, and you're like, oh, I signed up for this already, we have to do it, right? You know? So it might not be about money, but it's, it might be about like, okay, at, when it's far away from the fight, easy, easy thing, let's do it. But when it's come to the fight day, they have to be professional, but it's like hard thing to do.